0: Welcome to the What Why Podcast, where I ask what why about pretty much everything. The What Why Podcast with me, Emily Joya. We're back, we're back, we're back with another episode of the What Why Podcast. We are on a roll. I honestly cannot say that any other project or thing I've ever done has been this consistent even with that minor blip on week two <laughs> but we are ahead of the game and there are talks with me myself and I because I pretty much do everything for this well, not pretty much I do everything for this podcast by myself I make all the decisions and I'm actually thinking about extending this to a two upload a week situation because I have a lot to say and let me just say this is such an easy thing for me to do and the way my life works is that if something is so easy and comes so naturally that I have to keep running with it and I feel like it's just meant to be at that point and that's honestly how I feel about this podcast because a couple of days ago I said to myself, well, I have, I have a lot more to say, a lot more stories to tell that... I know I said previously, I don't want to do, I don't want to overly record and then have like one day a week where I upload. So I'm recording too far in advance for that one day a week upload. But if I'm uploading two times in the week, I can record that much more. And I don't know, I'm just thinking about it. And I think it would be a lot of fun. And my next chapter of life that starts this August will allow me to do that. (laughs) while also making a living for myself. So I am very excited about that. And again, as I said, it's just meant to be. So I think I'm going to take advantage of it and run with it. So that's where we are. I did say in last week's episode that I had an idea for what this week's episode was going to be about. I think I'm going to hold that off for a little bit longer. It's not really a secret. I want to start talking about... Just what I've been up to as far as job search. uh, There's a lot to say about that. I was just about to start talking about it. Um, So we're going to leave that for a little bit into the future. Um, Today, I actually... Well, I want the topics to kind of evolve, is that the right word, into each other. I don't want to be too jumpy, jumpy, jumpy. I want there to be a little bit of a consistency. So if you liked last week's episode, we talked about size. And then... Another thing that happened that started making me think about this, and it'll make sense was I get to the point. I'm very, it takes me a long time to actually get to the point, <laughs> so you'll you'll soon realize that. Um, along with talking about size, which has been an issue that I've had throughout my entire life, um, it ties back into the old friends that I've had throughout my entire life, and obviously... My image played a big part in some of the back and forths with previous friends. And recently I've been getting some, not related to my size, but messages from old friends. And uh, it sparked some memories. And then it sparked a whole lot of memories from just previous stories and stuff. And I realized that in talking about size last week and then with this thing with old friends, why not do an episode where I talk about previous situations that I found myself in when I was younger that kind of had to do with my size, kind of had to do with some old friends. And I'm not going to lie, I'm hoping eventually some of those people will hear these stories and hear my side of them. And I've always wanted to get feedback on things that have gone on in my life. And I was never really able to find a platform where I felt comfortable talking about it. I started telling story times on my main YouTube channel, which is linked somewhere in the description, either here, SoundCloud, On We're here on YouTube, if you're listening on YouTube. um, I started talking about story times of things that happened in the past, but it just didn't hit. Like, it didn't seem like those stories belonged on that channel because it was like, i was got to take a little bit of a sip of my coffee. It was like, I would start talking about these story times and then the next video, which would happen like a month and a half later, would be me doing makeup and it just didn't flow. So I decided that this podcast would be all about not only pop culture events, and my opinions on them, but also memories and stories of me and then relating to pop culture. Like everything's going to tie in eventually. So um, I thought today since last week's episode was about size, I would tell one or two stories about (laughs) incidences that I've had with um, previous friends and like size related things. So let's go back. How old was I even? elementary school age. So around 10 years old. Yeah, probably taking away, give or take some years. So like eight, nine, 10, like that sort of thing. Um, I participated in, I was in dancing school and I was in the town aquatic club team at our town pool. So with the with both things actually the dancing school and then the aquatic club team basically you just sign up you pay your your fees whatever and you're on the team there's no trying out that happened in high school but we'll tell the high school stories <laughs> later those get really interesting so I was on the aquatic club team in dancing school and again this could totally just be me being over dramatic, but I really don't think that's the case because I thought about it and this was heavily, heavily, heavily what was going on. So when I was around like 8, 9, 10-ish, I was much taller than a lot of the people that I knew. Again, last episode, I talked about how I was one of the taller girls in the group of people that I knew. And then in high school, I became one of the shorter girls. But in elementary school, I was one of the taller girls and quote-unquote one of the bigger girls. When I look at pictures now, it wasn't so much that I was bigger than other – well, I was bigger than other people. It was that they were below average in their size. (laughs) So I was told that I was big when I just was like average and the people around me were below average. So in pictures, I look like this tall – chunky child and you had these skinny minis around me that were also like a foot shorter than me as well so I mean again like the height thing that should also have played a a role but obviously I was a kid and I didn't have my own mind to make my own decisions and to think about what was actually happening when we're kids like we're very easily influenced we listen to what people say and I was always told you're the bigger girl you're the tallest girl (laughs) And then it was reflected on the my the talent and the abilities that I had. So it was like, well, when, you're one of the chubbier girls. So in dancing school, you had I had to be in the back, off to the side. Like I, because I was chubby, like I couldn't be in the front center. And it really bothered me. It really irritated me. And I left dance for the reason of I just felt like there was no room for me to grow in my dancing abilities. I first of all, I never had a passion for dancing. Never did still don't my passion lies with singing and again i said this in the beginning of this episode when something comes very easy to me and naturally i feel like me personally it's just meant to be if i have to struggle with something and really like put my nose to the grindstone to learn something and it it's like eating at me then it's just not meant to be like i think we're all born with abilities that we're supposed to grow on and yeah sometimes people want to take up hobbies and interests that they didn't think they would ever get into um i personally uh, me personally i don't have a passion to get into things that i'm not just meant to get into like i have my things in my head that i know i'm good at and that's kind of what i stick to and you could look at that as a positive or a negative but dance just wasn't one of those things i liked getting dressed up and being on stage though so that's why again i keep referring to the previous episodes that's why you guys gotta listen um The I said with the Rockette thing, like, I would always love to be a Rockette, but I I don't have the drive to do, like, ten shows in a day of just dancing. That's not my passion. So I was okay with stepping out of dance because I just knew that that wasn't my thing. Like, I'm not a dancer. But at the same time, I like being on the stage. I like being the center of attention. I like wearing the costumes. I wasn't allowed to be anywhere near the front center for the sole reason of I was one of the bigger girls. And that was said. Like, that was said. And you ask, um, my mom actually have spoken to mothers of girls that went to dancing school with me. And they <laughs> said the same thing, that they felt the same way. Like, the bigger girls were put off to the backside. That's just how it was. And as a kid, it's very hurtful to hear. And when I look back at pictures, I'm like, I wasn't that big for a kid. Like, I wasn't, like, anywhere in the levels of being, like, ginormous, like, the way that people described it. <laughs> and then, so that was during, like, the school year. I did dancing school. And then in the summer, I joined the Aquatic Club at the local pool. So this was, like, a synchronized swimming team for the younger kids. So, again, I said it was, like, 8, 9, 10. There were some, like, younger, younger people. My sister is a little bit younger than me. She was also on the team as she got a little bit older. Uh, and then that was fun. So this is where we go into a different, like a little bit of a different topic. So for that, they used to separate us into different, we were on one team, but different groups, I guess. And they used to claim that you were separated into a group on ability. Now I'm going to use some selective words here and I'm just going to go for it because I've always wanted to talk about this on a public platform and my mom, if she's listening to this or listens to it's going to cringe. But I, I think it—I think it's worth speaking about because it's something that definitely affected me throughout my entire life. And um, yeah, so they would separate us into different groups and they would claim that you're separated into the different groups based on ability. Now, at the time, I was able to do a split. I was able to do these really high kicks with like my foot up to my face. Uh, I could do, we used to have to do laps. Like we used to have to do these like laps, butterfly strokes. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, Saturdays and Sundays in the summer to get ready to do this synchronized swimming show. It wasn't a competitive show, but they wanted us to be able to breathe underwater and be able to, like, stay in the water floating for a long time. I was able to lift my body up to, like, my belly button in the water. Like, I was strong at the time. (laughs) I couldn't do that now, but at the time I was very strong and I was just really with it and I liked doing it. Swimming was something that I really, really, really liked and... I like the fact that it was kind of the best of both worlds because I could be in the water. I love anything that has to do with water. I was able to be in the water. I was able to do like this routine of sorts in the water where like a really cute bathing suit would have these sequin bracelets and what do you call those things in your fe- Anklets. <laughs> and like, it was just so fun. But they would separate us into these groups and they would claim that it was based on ability. But even as a kid... It used to register in me like, is this really based on ability or do you have the girls that are a size zero on one team and then the chunkier girls, a.k.a. me, on another team? Because they were saying it was based on ability, based on ability, but the girls around me weren't able to do half the stuff that I was able to do. And I was able to do more of the advanced things, the the advanced moves and whatever in the water. And I remember saying to my mom, like, I don't like the group that I'm being put in. Like, I just, I don't like it. And it was also like, you know, again, you got to be careful with the words you use. But deep down, anyone listening to this knows that what I'm about to say is true. You have your, you have like the cool people. And then you have like the weird people. You just know when someone's weird. Like, you just know when someone's weird. And my boyfriend has even said this to me. And I said, you know what? I respect that. He says, you know, You're kind of weird, like have the quirks to me, (laughs) but like, you're not like strange, if that makes sense. So like you can be like weird and have like quirkiness to you. I know I definitely do. But then there's like the weird, strange people that just like say the most bizarre things. Like, (laughs) I'm going to put this out there. So this one girl, she would go around telling, and she went around telling people this, like she went around telling so many people this, and (laughs) this blew my mind. She would tell people that she had like a bubble in her head where she could hear voices and no one – this girl was like – this girl was smart. Like she became a nurse. (laughs) Like she's – wasn't – so there wasn't actually anything wrong with her at the time. She would just tell people these weird things about herself that just weren't true. Like it wasn't like she really had something wrong with her. Like if if she really had something wrong with her and she was really hearing voices, like that's a thing. You need to get checked out. And obviously it's very sad when people have those – have things that are wrong actually wrong with them this girl would like make up stories though they were like made up stories and they were just bizarre like she would just make up these like fantasy stories about herself she would make up friends that she had when she really didn't everyone knows somebody like this you cannot tell me otherwise and she was just one of like the 10 other people that i was with on these in these groups they were just bizarre like weird (laughs) Like the girls that also had no passion to be – it was mostly girls. You could be a guy and join it, but it was mostly girls. Uh, they also just didn't have – I was I was always put with the people who also didn't have a passion for whatever team they were on. So like these were the people that would show up late, would not show up at all, would complain that they didn't like being on the Aquatic Club team. And it was like, why am I with this group? Why am I with this group? And it was because I was one of the heavier girls. And it used to bother me so much. And I used to give my mom such a hard time about going to practices. And I don't think anybody at the time it really clicked why I didn't want to go. It was very upsetting at times to be told you're one of the bigger girls. So you're not allowed to be in the front and center during the show. Uh, Being told all the time you should lose some weight. as No one should be told that throughout their entire life, especially as a kid. And... There were definitely things in the, in the, like the, sorry, I take a sip of my coffee. In the Aquatic Club show especially, there were things that you did as you got older. So one of the things was is you got to do a duet. So just two girls did a, did a swim routine together. Then there was the solo. One girl did a solo routine together. Again, it was mostly girls. Pretty much all girls. I only think like one or two years that he did it out of like the seven years. There was like one guy in it. But it was mostly girls. Then the coveted role in this whole thing was you could be... It was you and then a male lifeguard. And you did this like duet together. Where he lifted you up. And like you did all this like stuff. And it was pretty much known that you only got that that role if you were one of the smaller girls like mm, it just eats at me because when I look at pictures I was definitely one of those girls like I wasn't I just wasn't I wasn't what people were trying to make me think that I was and it was very hurtful and to th- and to have them say like you have no chance and like what what's the excuse for not being able to do a do du- um the duo one with the other just another girl like two people they didn't lift each other up or anything Why did they have to be a certain size? The solo one, why did she have to be a certain size? Or this was the kicker. Your mom had to know somebody or had to be friends with like the mom's group. That, oh, if you want to trigger me, tell me that, you know, somebody that's involved in like the mom's group in your town irks me to no end because it's, it's that specific type of people. (laughs) <laughs> that join these groups and they're the gossipers. They are literally the washwomen of the town. They are the people who stand around the wishing well and scrub their clothes, chit-chatting with each other about gossip in the neighborhood. And if you did not have a mom who was involved in this group, you like weren't even allowed to participate in the universe. Like <laughs> you had to be like skinny, pretty, and have a mom that was involved in the mom's group. Like that's how you got <laughs> that's how you got anywhere in life. And it was just, it's true and it happens everywhere and I don't care where you live. I don't care. It happens everywhere and very few people in my life have acknowledged the way that people get ahead in life and I know that the group of people that I'm surrounded with now, I don't want to put them on the spot so I'll just say that the people that I have surrounded myself very close with right now at this point in my life at 26 years old, they're the one of the They're the only group of people, very small group of people that have ever acknowledged that this exists. (laughs) Like you have to know someone, you have to be part of these click groups, you have to look a certain way. Otherwise, you're really not getting anything in life. It doesn't matter how talented you are. It's how you look and who you know. And it's the God's honest truth. (laughs) And in retrospect, it has been a long time since I was a part of any of these clubs or groups I still I think I'm friends with some of these people from like on Facebook you know you see somebody that you knew a couple of years ago and you friend them and I think that's the kind of situation um and the pettiness in me would want to sit down with a couple of girls that I know made these comments to me throughout my life and call them out on it I know it's not worth it but the pettiness in me just wants to do it so bad But that's why I've given myself this place to talk about this kind of stuff. I really want to get you guys' feedback. You you guys' feedback. I really want to know what you guys think about this. If you guys have ever experienced this. And just know that I am an ally for anyone who has been told they are too big or whatever. You know, a lot of things in life do not have to do with the talent or the abilities that you have. And it's just, it's sad. It's the God's honest truth. It is who you know. And this is actually going to tie into a little bit either next week or the week after when we talk about like the job search and everything. I'll tell you guys a little bit about, I don't want to give too much detail away. I want my personal and business life to be separate from this. But the way that I received the opportunity was based on a personal connection and not me just blindly handing out my resume because for some reason everything on my resume again we will talk about this everything on my resume was uh not worthy of anything it just wasn't worthy for jobs to say hey like we like what we see on the resume and uh we would uh like to hire you so yeah that that uh was based on personal connection and that's pretty much in my entire life um that's a little bit of a story and i would like to go into more depth about it i would like to share more with you guys i am really open to hearing questions and your stories and experiences and then we can do episodes based on that because i definitely have more to say and definitely more to tell you guys i just don't want to be talking forever (laughs) i want to um keep these keep these little episodes short and sweet so it'll give you guys time to listen and uh, give me your feedback so this was another episode of the What Why podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. We are on week four. We are on a roll. Let me know if you guys would be interested in two days a week uploads because I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to um, put out a little bit more each week. And I'm excited. I'm really excited to hear from you guys. So let me know in the comments. Message me, Instagram, Twitter, anywhere. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening to the What Wide Podcast. New episodes premiere every week. So see you next week.